For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast spotlight interview edition with myself, Ryan Roberts, at Rise in Draft on Twitter, part of the Believe and NFL Draft Prospects Spotlight. I am going to be diving into Mr. Jamar Watson, who is a outside linebacker, pass rusher, defensive end, edge, whatever you want to call him. My dude is getting after the quarterback, and uh, I have him live here on Zoom, getting the video going, getting the interview going here. He it was the leading sack returner in the SEC Conference coming back for in 2020. Uh, it's had a very successful career, all SEC this past year, according to Athlon Sports. Uh, second team SEC selection going into the season. Very successful player, like I said, for a Kentucky program that I feel has really been trending forward over the last few years. Uh, Jamar, inviting you in here, man. Uh, again, really appreciate you taking some time with me today, man. I'm really pumped up about this one, and I cannot thank you enough for coming on today. Appreciate you having me, man. Glad to be here. Talk some football with you. Get my name out there. Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, I was just talking to Jamar before we started, man, because he's a Maryland guy, only a couple hours south of where I am. Bishop McNamara originally coming out. Jamar, I wanted to start you there in this journey uh, for your story, right? Obviously, you chose to go to the University of Kentucky. Talk to me about that decision coming out of high school. What was it about Kentucky? What made them for you the best possible fit? Uh, you know, for me, um, in high school, I was a b- mainly a basketball player. Uh, I didn't start playing football until my junior year of high school. Um, so I got kind of started in that recruiting process kind of late. Um, so once my junior year tape got out um, and some schools started reaching out, um, Kentucky was the first big school to really pull the trigger. Um, and I just felt like, you know, they really saw something in me. Um, and for them to come on so early, um, I kind of was easy for me to stick with them throughout the process, you know, and more – uh, big name schools came along, you know, I was kind of, you know, I had trust in Kentucky and uh, what they were telling me, and, you know, when I came on my visit, um, I kind of saw the the trend that, you know, they wanted to get to, um, kind of where we're at now, and, you know, we just trusted the process, and I'm glad I chose here. Absolutely, man, and, and it's interesting, you kind of talked a little bit about your basketball background, maybe a little more in football. Was basketball maybe the first love, were you kind of late to the football game? How, how did that kind of work out when you first started playing football? Yeah, man, uh, basketball was, you know, was kind of my first sport uh, growing up. You know, I played a little football you know, when I was much younger, um, but I kind of much focused on football, you know, for the middle portion of my life growing up. Um, but, you know, I kind of saw uh, the way my body was filling out and I was probably more fit to be a football player. Um, my high school football coach um, preached to me, trying to get me on the field, and I just listened to him. Um, I trusted what he was telling me. And once I got out there, I kind of just used my raw natural ability um, and what my coach was telling me to you know, put together some good film. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of give me a background here, Jamar. 
what positions were you playing in high school when you first started? How have you seen, you know, you talked about your body developing. How has that game developed into the pass rusher, defensive end, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call yourself? Obviously, your, your best attribute for me is being versatile and getting after the quarterback. Yeah, high school, you know, we, we kind of ran a 4-3, um, and I was kind of an off-ball stack linebacker a little more. Um, but once we got to Kentucky, you know, running this 3-4 defense, um, it's, it gave me a unique position to play, uh, a little bit more of a rusher and a dropper. Um, so right now, a lot, the first few seasons, I played a lot of Sam Backer. Um, I was an overhang guy a lot. You know, it's kind of a distinct position in the league. You know, the position is kind of moving its way out. Um, so last year, I've kind of been playing a little more jack. Um, this season, I'm being a little closer to the line of scrimmage, giving me the ability to affect more plays in the backfield. Yeah, and, and that's really interesting. That's a great point that a lot of people maybe don't understand from just schematically, right? Like the evolution of the passing game has made that oh, that Sam Backer into almost a nickel now, right? So like in the 3-4, we have the three-down traditional lineman, but then you have that backside rush, the weak side, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him. We're going to slant to the strong side. We're bringing you off weak. How has that afforded you more opportunity? Because you talked about the ability to just rush at a higher rate, but also, you know, playing maybe a little bit more weak side, you're, you're going to get, in theory, more one-on-ones potentially as well. Right. You know, and, that, and that's kind of what a lot of people don't see, you know, when they watch my game, watch my film, or they might question some things in my game, but a lot of people don't realize, you know, how much I've lined up in number two wide receivers, you know, far away from the line of scrimmage during my career. Um, so I think, you know, with me playing close to the line of scrimmage a little bit more this year and going forward, that can affect more plays than I have in the past. You know, it's kind of easy, you know, for a big linebacker to get uh, kind of forgotten about, you know, over there in space, covering receivers and covering bubbles and things like that. So I think it's the, the move will be uh, beneficial for me going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's no fun playing in space as a, as a guy that likes the pass rush. Am I right? I mean, that's that's not any fun at all. I, Jamar. SEC football, man, it's it's obviously, you know, it, we don't even need to talk much about it, right? The best conference at the highest level in college football. You're playing against great teams, great offensive tackles, great offensive lines in general week in and week out. What is it, just a weekly grind perspective of playing SEC football and playing such great teams every single week? Yeah, man, like you said, it's a grind, you know. Uh, just coming into college, you know, it's you kind of have a, a feeling of, you know, you know it's a lot of unknown, you know, going into college. Um, and for me, coming in the SEC, you know, I came with bright eyes, you know, ready to see, you know, how, how all this thing plays out. And my career, you know, it's been a blessing from the career I've had. Uh, I played against a lot of great guys, a lot of guys that's making a lot of plays on Sunday, you know, that I've tackled and I've been, you know, right next to in the field. You know, so it's kind of just been a blessing for me, you know, as well as a grind um, just to see those guys for me to compete against those guys and go through each week knowing you know, I'm playing against a guy that's probably playing on Sundays. You know, it's definitely motivation for me and, and a good feeling to, to go against those guys. I got a curious question for you because obviously you said, you know, Kentucky is traditionally known as a basketball school, right? And, and that's so unfair because, you know, you guys have been trending in such a good direction over the last couple of years, even last year where – you had so many injuries at the quarterback position. Lynn Bowden's still able to go in there, and you guys win some football games, get to a bowl game, do all, a lot of great things. Do you think it's unfair, or do you think that you guys are maybe doubted to a degree because it's a perceived basketball school? Uh, I mean, I, I kind of see both sides of that story. You know, the basketball team over the years, Coach Calipari has done a great job uh, building building that tradition, you know, building – you know, that 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 uh, winning winning program for the world to see it as a basketball school. So 
I can't take anything from them. Um, I'm just thankful that I've been a part of these UK teams that's kind of, you know, flipped the narrative, flipped the switch. Um, and I feel like, you know, when I'm, when I'm gone from here in a few years, you know, I think it'll be have a little more balance to it. And that'll be, you know, due to a part of, you know, most of my years here at UK. So, you know, I, I kind of see both sides too. I understand the people who say it's a basketball school, but you know, I'm glad to see that we've kind of, you know, changed the narrative of the football program. And, and you guys are really starting to create just an incredible tradition at the that rush linebacker spot, right? We're talking about guys like Bud Dupree, Josh Allen coming out a couple years ago, high first-round pick. What is that room like now, man? Because you guys have NFL guys seeming coming out every couple years. You're the next in line there. How special is that tradition, and how how thankful are you to be able to continue it? Yeah, man, I'm very thankful. You know, um, right now we call ourselves OBU. Um, it's kind of what you know, our uh, position coach Brad White kind of brought to us uh, when his first year here. It's kind of a tradition we kind of live up to. Um, as a position group, we break down to OBU every day. Um, we sit in the room. There's big, large paintings of, you know, like you said, Z Smith, Bud Dupree, um, Josh Allen, all those guys, you know, plastered around our meeting room. So it's definitely a tradition that, you know, we're trying to live up to, you know, myself included. Um, and I'm just thankful that I've been a part of, you know, uh, the teams with Josh, saw how he worked, saw the, saw the things that he does, and he, he taught things to me that I'm now passing on to young guys here as well. So I definitely see a tradition going to this position, and I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I I almost completely forgot about Zadarius Smith. That's a that's a tough one to forget, obviously. And I mean, even inside linebacker, moving back a little bit, we're talking Danny Trevathan and Wesley Woodyard. Like it's great tradition you guys are building over there, man. I'm I'm excited for you. And you talked a little bit about Josh Allen, right? Ability to to play with him, to learn under him for a year or two. What was that like? And maybe what were some of the um some of the the biggest lessons or just things that you were able to soak up being around a guy like that? Yeah, man, this was great. Uh, I like to tell this story a lot because I, when I came in, uh, Josh was kind of a no-name as well. Um, I, I, I came in going into his sophomore year, um, and he was he still was trying to, you know, prove, prove his name and make a name for himself. So I saw him put the work in, you know, from the time I got here into the time he left, you know, and he taught me a lot of things, you know, specifically just – being trying to be dominant every play, trying to make explosive plays, you know, trying to be seen. Um, he, 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 that's the biggest thing he taught me was to just try to make every single play I can. Because um, when he was here, that's what he did, you know, and it, it paid off for him. Yeah. And, and kind of on a personal note, Jamar, uh, where, where does the nickname Boogie go come from? Is, is there a cool story behind that? I got to hear it. Yeah, man, it's a unique story. Uh, it was just me, me and a kid on the uh, basketball team. When I was growing up, we had the same name. Uh, so our coach, uh, staff had a trouble, you know, calling both of our names while we were in the court. We were both uh, obviously catch our attention. So one of us had to, you know, come up with a nickname. Uh, my dad's nickname is Bookie. So my family came up with a boogie for me, and it's stuck ever since, honestly. I love it, man. I love it. I love those little backstories for sure. And, and I'm, I'm looking at this, you know, and I already mentioned you entered the year the SEC active career sack list, right? And that's obviously a huge accomplishment. That means that there's going to be a little bit of a, maybe of a target on your back, right? Like people know who you are now. If I had to ask you, what are some of the things that you've been really trying to improve on this off season to take your game to an even higher level? You mentioned playing Jack, playing a different position. What are some things just from a physical or a practice perspective that you've been really focused on? Um, being more physical in the run game. Um, I think that's probably the biggest knock on my game. Um, from hearing, you know, the feedback that I received, 
Um, so that's kind of, you know, been the biggest thing, you know, showing that I can, you know, hold up in the run game and set firm edges, you know, make a lot of plays in the backfield. Um, that's pretty, pretty much been the biggest focus of mine, you know, going through fall camp and, you know, early on in the season. You know, I think the first two games I had a lot of things I could improve on, you know, in the run game still, you know, but that's definitely the biggest thing I've been focusing on is, you know, being firmer in the run game, making more uh, tackles, getting off blocks and things like that. And how have you been able to do that, Jamar, with this offseason, with the with the with just the influx of uncertainty and everything that's obviously, cha- you know, just presenting so many challenges to people? How are you and this team this offseason able to really navigate some of the hurdles and put your best foot forward to obviously playing, you know, hopefully what will be what's a 10 game season and then yeah. bowl games? Yeah, uh, I think, you know, the guys for the most part, you know, did uh, a good job over the quarantine period and things like that. And we have a lot of guys who was uh, first year starters last year. So they came back with a lot to prove. So I think, you know, that quarantine period, they were still focused. Um, they, they knew the goals they had at hand. We didn't have a lot of guys who, you know, projected to go, you know, high draft picks on the defense end. Um, so we were all pretty much uh, motivated to come into the season and, and try to produce. So I think that that motivation and that, you know, no 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 one had a prima donna, you know, type feel or things like that. And I think that kind of helped us going forward and being motivated and going into the season. And if I had to ask you, because obviously you've been around some guys, so I'm sure there's, you know, looking up to Josh a little bit, looking up to Bud, like some of those guys we talked about, Zadarius Smith. Are there some other players, whether it was growing up in the past, nowadays, whatever it is, are there some guys that maybe you gravitate towards that you maybe you try to emulate to a degree on film or just watching on Sundays? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Von Miller, you know, is a guy I probably pretty much watch, you know, something, at least one thing I him on YouTube pretty much every day. Um, I'm hurt that he's out for the season. Uh, that's my guy. But uh, he's probably the number one guy I would say I pretty much uh, study his game all the time, study how he moves on the field. Um I love love the way he played the game since I was in high school, um, and that's probably definitely number one guy I would say. And you mentioned it already, having some obviously great defensive talent coming back uh, with Yusuf and, and Quinton, and there's a lot of really good football players back on that Kentucky defense. We talked about the tradition of the linebacker position a little bit, outside linebacker you, right? But for the defense this year, how special do you think that this group can be? Because, like you said, you're off to a little bit of a rough start as far as, you know, 0-2 start. But how good can that unit overall be for you guys, you think? I think it can be good, really good. Um, I think, you know, when you go back and watch these first two games, it's been, you know, one guy here, one guy there, popping the gap, you know, losing the leverage on, on the screen, things like that. And it hasn't been uh, total total team um, mistakes. You know, it's just been one guy here or there that, you know, could have, you know, chopped half their yards in, in half, you know. So I think uh, going forward, you know, I think I have the right leadership amongst the group. Um, myself, Josh Basket, Bohanna, like you said, um, getting these things right, getting these things fixed. And I think going forward, um, you'll see, you know, a, a more crisp defense for sure. And and I love, I love everything that the coaching staff has done over there. You know, they, I feel like everything that Kentucky's doing, right? Like, I feel like you guys aren't highlighted enough just for the quality of coaching that you have on a day-to-day basis. Uh, what has that been like? Because I think that's the biggest part of building a program, obviously, right, is that coaching stability and able to get the most out of their players. Uh, just speak to me about that coaching staff and the quality of great individuals you have leading the position groups every day. Yeah, I think um, Coach Stoops has done a great job of keeping the core guys uh, within the staff around. Um, I've seen a lot of the, you know, same faces for my four or five years here. 
Um, there hasn't been much uh, turnover um, amongst the staff. So I think that's played a big part, you know, in, in the players, you know, having relationships with the, you know, staff, coaching staff. Um, that goes a long way. They know how to talk to us, you know, what, what motivates certain guys, how to get under certain guys' skin when they need to. So I think that's definitely, you know, played a part in uh, their trust in us as players and, and also us as and them as coaches. Absolutely. And kind of getting towards the end of the interview, I want to ask about the rest of the season, right? We talked a little bit about the 0-2 start, which I know you guys are not happy about. But, hey, defensive talent we talked about, you guys ran for like well over 300 yards last week. So there are a lot of good things happening with this team. It's just obviously about meshing at this point for you. What, what, what do you want to accomplish? What's going to make the rest of the season the ideal ending to your career? Um, I think, you know, for, as, as a personal answer to that question and also a team answer, you know, I think the team answer would be us going out and just winning some games, you know, going out and competing at the highest level we can, playing harder than the other team as much as we can, you know, and, and trying to come out on top for the rest of these eight games. You know, uh, we've had two uh, really good seasons back-to-back years. Um, I wouldn't, I don't want my senior year to be the, the, the down year um, of, of my career here, so – I think us winning some games and, and, and upsetting some guys, you know, throughout the rest of the season, um, can make this exciting for me and, and as well as the team. And then personally, I just want to, you know, keep creating havoc in the backfield, keep sacking the quarterback. You know, I have some goals to reach in mind, and, and you know, sack numbers and trying to get in the UK record book with the guys that we mentioned earlier. You know, so that's in the back of my mind as well. Um, so I'm just trying to, you know, produce individually, and I think that will, you know, help the team as well. Jamar, I, I couldn't end this interview without asking about the offensive linemen that you play on a day-to-day basis because those dudes, man, I'll tell you what, Landon Young, Darian Kinnard, um, you, got, you got Drake Jackson at center who's an excellent football player. Obviously, you're playing against the tackles more than obviously inside against a guy like Drake, but just how special of a group is that in general and how much have they helped you to continue to develop into the player that you are now? Oh, man, it's been great. You know, it's been a blessing coming in with Landon. Um, Came in the same exact year. We've been here the whole time together. Um, so I've rushed against Landon for four or five years straight now. You know, and he's just gotten so much better and gotten so much more confident in this game. Um, and I'm, I'm just glad, great to see the player that he's turned into. You know, he's turned into a, you know, NFL caliber player. And I'm glad to see him keep growing. You know, and as well as with DK. You know, when DK came here, uh, I was, you know, kind of a little bit older. Uh, he was a heavy set kid. Uh, you know, he had cankles. You know, he, and he had a lot of room to grow. You know, but now he's turning to All-American, uh, one of the best tackles in the country. Um, and they definitely make, make, my, uh, make my job easier on Saturdays getting to go against them every, all, all day throughout the week. Absolutely. And obviously, Jamar, you're a guy that, you know, everybody is talking about in, in NFL draft circles, a guy that is definitely highlighted as a future NFLer. You know, we talked a little bit about my evaluation of you before we started. Uh, what does that mean to you? And maybe more importantly, how long has that been a dream of yours to potentially play professional football? Yeah, man, uh, it's, it's, it's been a blessing to see. You know, I'm a big football guy. You know, I like talking ball. I like talking draft. My whole life I've, I've, I've been, no matter what the sport is, I like, you know, looking at the insider stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff, analytics and things like that. So, for me, you know, to kind of, you know, see my name listed with, with some other top guys in the draft and see my name as a prospect, you know, it's just a blessing of the work I put in. Um, I'm just blessed to be in that, in that conversation. Um, and it's been a fun experience for me, and I, and I hope I keep going for sure. Absolutely. And I kind of want to end you on this one. We talked about goals. We talked about the draft stuff a little bit. What 
and obviously this is going to be a question that you're going to be asked like a million times after the season when you're preparing for the mm-hmm. NFL. When Jamar Watson enters the building for an NFL franchise, for a professional franchise, what type of player and what type of person are, is that team ultimately getting? They're getting a blue-collar guy who won't cause any problems. Um, you look back at my track record, I ask anybody that's been around the UK facility, you know, I've done nothing but, you know, create good. Um, I, I, don't, I don't bring no, no red flags to me so far. I haven't, you know, do, do things the right way, come from a nice family. Um, I'm in, interested in giving back. Uh, I took a trip to Ethiopia, you know, on a mission trip last summer, and it really opened my eyes, you know, to be a little more grateful. I'm um, here in America. Um, we kind of get spoiled with certain things. So, you know, I think I, I, I have a good head on my shoulder. I'm going to come in. I'm going to try to work hard, do everything I can to help the team. Uh, I don't have an ego, and I'm willing to accept any role. I love it, man. I, I feel like that's a great way to end this one. Again, I'm with Mr. Jamar Watson, Jamar Boogie Watson, outside linebacker, 3-4 outside linebacker, rush backer, whatever you want to call him, from the University of Kentucky, the current, or I should say the returning SEC leader in career sacks. Jamar, again, man, appreciate it so much for you coming on today, brother. It was honestly a pleasure just getting a little bit of background on you, and I'm definitely rooting for you guys the rest of the way, man. Let's get some wins, let's get some Ws, let's get to a bowl game. I'm just super excited for the rest of your year. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.